0: Here am I again, giving God praise and thanks and thanking you so much for the privilege of being able to speak to you. As you rise this morning and listen to this devotion, my intention is to encourage your heart so that you will share and encourage the hearts of someone. And not only that, that you would understand thus said the word of God and that you and I all will make sure that our life on earth is worth the living for the Lord, and that when we stand before him, we won't have to wonder if we did our best for Jesus, but we will hear him say, Well done. I share with you two stanzas of the song C.C. Luther wrote, Must I Go and Empty Handed All the years in sinning wasted, Could I but recall them now, I would give them to my Savior. To His will I'll gladly bow. Must I go and empty handed? Must I meet my Savior so? Not one soul with which to greet Him. Must I empty handed go? And then the last answer it says We saints arouse, be honest, up and walk while yet tis day. Dare the night of death or take thee. Strive for souls while still you may. Must I go and empty-handed? Must I meet my Savior so? Not one soul with which to greet him. Must I empty-handed go? Lots that we are looking at morning after morning. I am sure after coming out of Sodom, he thought of meeting the Lord and wanting to make sure that his life would count. This morning we want to look at him again, and we are looking at a, the saved soul, but a useless life here on planet Earth. And when I say useless, I mean useless for the Lord. We notice that Lot lived his life by sight and not by faith. And today we're going to notice that Lot chose to make Sodom his home. Lot made his home and raised his children in wicked Sodom. In Genesis chapter 13, verse 12 and verse 13, the Bible says, Abraham dwelled in the land of Canaan. And Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent towards Sodom. I want you to pay attention to that. Notice, he dwelt in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent. Where? Towards Sodom. Not in Sodom. He pitched his tent towards Sodom. And he is now in a tent. Pay attention to that because uh, sometime later you're going to see something else. The scripture continues to say in verse number 13, but the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. Lot had a choice on where he would live and who he would live with. And he chose Sodom. But in Sodom, the men were wicked, the scripture says, and exceedingly wicked. Lot pitched his tent Towards Sodom. Hmm. Later on. He is found living. In Sodom. In chapter 14 of Genesis and verse 12. And they took Lot. Abraham's brother son. Who dwelt in Sodom. And his goods. And departed. Notice. Sin has a way. Of just easing us away from where we're supposed to be, into where we should not be. Lot did not go and dwell in Sodom at first. He pitched his tent towards Sodom. And now we see him dwelling in Sodom. Now you may say, well, Sodom was a very prosperous city. Yes, it was. You may say, Lord made himself very prosperous there, maybe he did. You may say he held a high position there, and maybe he did. Everything he had there, Hmm. yes, everything he had there was so wrapped up in the city and in the people, that those he chose from that city as friends, were wicked men. Be careful your friends who you choose as a Christian. For in Genesis chapter 19, verse 7, the Bible said, and said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. What lot is referring to the men of Sodom? As matter of fact, little later on you're going to see what type of men they are. He said, I pray you, brethren. Notice what lot is calling them now? He's calling them his brethren. He said, do not so wickedly. The very same men of Sodom that was so wicked that God said that they were. Not only that he chose his friends from the wicked men of Sodom. He became one of them. No doubt, when he first got there, he looked at them differently and saw them for who they were. The truth of the matter is no child of God plans to get away from God and dishonor God. That's not a plan a child of God would have. It was not long before his wife and his children were no better than him. They too became worldly. Why am I saying this? God calls his children unto separation. In Second Corinthians chapter six, verse fourteen to eighteen he says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship had righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion had light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part had he that dwelleth with an infidel? And what agreement had the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God had said, I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Verse 17 says something. Wherefore, come out from among them and be separate, said the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you. And will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and my daughters, says God Almighty. God calls his children to separation. I am sure that if you were to walk in a dark room and you put on the switch and there is a light there and the the light is working, from the moment that you put on the light, darkness disappears. God said there's no fellowship with light and darkness. From the moment you lock the switch off, then darkness fills the room again. He says, what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness? It is similar. They are one far from the other. And what communion had light with darkness? what concord had Christ will Belial, or what path had he that believeth with an infidel, one who does not believe? Hmm. He says, Come out from among them, and be ye separate, and touch not the unclean, and I will receive you. He turns around and he said, I will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and my daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Let me close this morning with this verse of scripture that is found in 2 Peter chapter 2 and verse number 20. He said, For if after they have escaped the pollution of the world through the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome, the latter end is worse with them than the first. That is why the scripture clearly teaches, if any man be in Christ," He's a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. I remember the days, the early days, when one will give their life to Christ. You would see that person next day with a definite change. I remember when I gave my life to Christ. I used to work at a special hardware, and we used to take alcohol and demijohns to the different places. And we would be called upon to go to the the cast. They would have the, the cast that would come from Sinbats. And we would have to draw the the rum from the cast in the Dimijon or the wine in the Demijon. And I believe back then that that was wrong. Still believe that it is wrong. And the night when I gave my life to Christ, I went to walk next morning. And when I went to walk next morning during that week, I was called upon to do what I was accustomed of doing and that's to draw the the rum. As a matter of fact, they no doubt had already heard that I had made a profession of faith. And I told them, no, I, I don't do that no more. I had given my life to Christ, and they made so much fun of me. They called me Goody boy. They say it won't be long before you be right back here drawing this rum from this cast. Well, it has been over 50 years now, and I thank God. I thank God. Perfect? No, we're not perfect. But way back then, when we gave our lives to Christ, when we accept Jesus Christ, we would make a change in our lives. Today, there are those who want to go to heaven. There are those who don't want to go to hell, but they're not concerned about making a change. Yes, I beg you today, if you have trusted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and God spoke to you about doing anything for Him, there is nothing greater than walking for the Lord. May God bless you and keep you, and make his face to shine upon you. Our Father, thank you again for the privilege of being able to share. Bless it to the heart of each listener. Protect them, guide them throughout the day. May your will be done in and through our lives. We love you, we praise you, and thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I must say again, God bless you all, and may God keep you all safe. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to share.